What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of the Grown Life Podcast. And the purpose of this podcast is to give motivation to grow through life, love, and everything in between. Grown for me is an acronym that stands for God first, renew your mind, operate in your purpose, win, and then never forget God in your win. So welcome, 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 welcome to the Grown Life Podcast. And yo, this is season two of the Grown Life Podcast. We are back. We have been going through and are going through and will be going through that season of construction. And it is so great to be in that season of construction, but it also truly sucks at times. Like I'm glad that we are learning and we're we're building and we are growing in certain ways, but it's also like, yo, this sucks. Like growth is never really fun or never truly easy. And so today we really going to talk about one of those things that I've really been working on and God has been working in my life on. But first, let's go ahead and pray. We're going to start things off and do things different. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I pray that you would use my voice. I pray that you would allow me to speak the words that you give me and only you would be heard through this and not me. Holy Spirit, be able to work and do what you do and touch hearts and touch minds. God, allow it not to be me, but to be what you would have to be and touch someone else. God, I just thank you and I praise you for who you are and what you're doing in my life and others' life. God, you are holy and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so yo, look, this for me has been a, a serious, serious time of understanding and learning pride, right? So I know I've, pride has been a couple, a big topic for me over my life, but today's topic is this a proud heart makes a soft behind and it's so crazy and so funny because i know as a kid i'm from the south and one of those colloquialisms that we've heard all the time was the hard head make a soft behind and i think about that for me as well i think about it pride is, is similar right pride it says in proverbs 16 18 pride before pride goes before destruction a haughty spirit before a fall and it's like yo that is so real and I think about this in three in three simple statements that I hope will make sense to you, but it made sense to me. And the first is pride conceals, but humility confesses, right? And so how does pride, how does concealing something make us soft behind? Pride is selfish and humility is selfish. So how does being selfish make you for a soft behind? And then lastly, pride is bondage and humility is freedom. So how does you how does that bondage make for a soft behind in the long run? And so all of this kind of relates to how I see that statement, you know, a proud heart makes a soft behind. I think about when my mom would tell us to clean our room. One of the things that she hated the most was us having clothes in the floor. So what we would try to do is we would throw as many clothes as we could in the closet and try to close the door or try to push it behind something or throw it behind our bed so that way we didn't actually have to clean it up. But what would happen was a lot of times, you know, sometimes we could get away with it. But then what happened is she would start doing a check. Like she would start checking to see, OK, well, let me go in here and really check the room. And what happened is when we try to try to hide it or when we tried, you know, to be selfish in that fact of, OK, well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it halfway. I ain't really going to do it all the way. I'm going to save face a little bit because it's clean ish. And then what she would do is she would come in and she would find the clothes. But then she would inspect everything else and we would have to clean up everything else in the room to her liking not just ours and so in in all of that i can see 
just how pride works. Pride for me, understand, like really understandably works the same way. It's like sometimes we clean up the outside, right? We clean up the living room area. We clean up the main room area, but we try to throw everything in our closet. We try to throw those skeletons in the closet. We try to have things in there that we're going to hide. That we'll never bring it up, but then eventually they come out. And so that leads me into my first point, right? Pride conceals, but humility confesses, right? And for me, one of the biggest verses that stood out to me in this was Proverbs 28, 13, where it says, whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. And for me, over this past couple of months, that's been true for me because in my life, personal life, I just had to, to tell some things that I was really about to take to my grave. And for me, honestly, it has been truly freeing, but I'm going to be honest with you and tell you like, yo, that that humbling moment of being able to say, yo, I need help and being able to say, man, I'm wrong. I apologize. That is such a humbling, humbling and, and honestly, very, very, very scary moment because it's a point where it's like, yo, I'm really about to uproot and flip my entire life over. I don't know who's going to be in my corner anymore. I feel hopeless. I don't know what's going to happen or what's going to come of this. But I need to humble myself in this way because pride is pride has gotten me to this point, right? Pride has gotten me to the point where I want to hide it, where I want to conceal it, where I'm good on the outside, but on the inside, I'm struggling and fighting and I need help. But I'm too afraid to ask for it. I'm too scared to ask for it. I don't want people to look at me differently. But then that humility part is like, look, if nothing like that humility part really comes in, if nothing else, like, hey, I know I cannot do this by myself. That is such a humbling thing to go through and experience because it's like man I've done this 26 years by myself and I've built this persona and I've built all of this up for 26 years but I realize now that I cannot do it on my own and that humbleness right and confessing it is like no matter what's going to happen to me no matter what is going on in my life no matter how this is going to affect people no matter whatever I have to confess this to the people that need to know it one and then two to first of all, I'm sorry, first God, right? And to Jesus Christ, confess and repent from your sins, of course, first. And then confess it to the people that you care about and you love that can help you out. Because if you don't, then you're just, you're kind of bearing that that weight alone. And so I think about pride also, right? Pride in the way of concealing. When you think about pride, you're concealing it to make, for selfish reasons, one, and that's going to lead into my next point in a little while, but Pride, you're concealing it for selfish reasons. You don't want to be found out or you don't want to be seen as lesser than. You don't want to be seen as a hypocrite or you don't want to be seen in a negative light. You want to be, you know, likable. Everybody likes me, etc. But that pride, that same pride that conceals it, it's kind of, it puts you in a bondage. It puts you in change. It holds you back because now you're afraid to tell or afraid to tell on yourself or afraid to have that integrity or afraid to even ask for genuine help that you need because you don't want to be looked at differently. And so all of those pride, all of those reasons why we conceal stuff leads into my next point, which is pride is selfish and humility is selfless. And I think about that because so many times when we think when we have pride in our hearts, like truly rooted in your hearts, like I do, like I had that pride, like rooted, deep, deep, deep rooted. And I really pray like, yo, God, humble me, get this out of me because I realize that I know I can't do this on my own. One and then two, I was selfish, like I was selfish, but the problem is I was selfish and I thought in my head that I was being selfless. And so it was brought to my attention and one per- a person that's very, very close to me. 
and that I know eventually I spend the rest of my life with, it is she was like, Yo, you the problem with you is that you feel like you're you're so selfless, but you're really doing it for selfish reasons. And I'm not gonna lie to you, that statement like hurt me. It hit me like a sack of bricks and I'm like, yo, like wow, like why would you ever say that to somebody? But as I really kinda looked back and thought about it, I was really like, yo, it makes sense. Because a lot of times in pride you get you lie to yourself. Like you're lying to yourself saying, yo, I'm doing this. I'm helping somebody else out. But really it's like the intention behind it is not really to help them out, but it's to, to feel like, okay, well, I've done something better with my life or I've, I've done something better than other people's have today. So I'm one upping other people. And I think when you do that in terms of that, it's, that's not, that's not the right place to be. Like you when you give, you should not let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. And I think about that in understanding what pride is and really understanding that, hey, pride is selfish. Like every decision that you make with pride is selfish. It is self-pleasing, self-centering. It's all about you. And I think I think why that's so such a hard thing for people to see at this point is right now we're kind of in that space where self-love is the best love, right? We say, yo, so I'm selfish. You know, I got to be selfish about the things that I love. I'm going to love me and everything about me. I'm going to do what I, I'm going to do, whatever pleases me. And when that is ingrained in your head and you believe, start to really believe that and you start to do and live in that way and you're in, you're in a world of trouble because at the end of what it does is like, yo, it's, it's self-serving, it's self-pleasing and you're doing everything for your self-image and for yourself. And my only question in that is as a Christian, like how can we, how can we live that self-serving, self-seeking life if we're supposed to be serving God? And for me, that was a question I had to come to grips with where it's like, yo, I'll listen to God when it's convenient or when it when it looks good or when it works for me. Or even sometimes like I'll do a little bit like I tell half the truth. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll do a little bit. But he's asking for it all because it's still self-serving and self-seeking because you have to choose. Like, am I going to serve myself or am I going to serve God, the creator of the universe and Jesus Christ? Like, who who am I going to serve in this? Right. Jesus died on the cross for my sins. Who am I going to serve? And I think that is important. And in Mark 12, 30, it says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second one is like it. Love your neighbors as yourself. And I think in, in serving and in, in prideful, you got to pride and self-service like and being selfish. Be careful, yo. That is a, it's a trap, man. And I hate it. And I, I know I've, I've lived in this trap for so long. Like those walls seem like they're so comforting. And that's going to lead into my next point, right? Like it's, it's comforting and, and it's same, the same walls that comfort you are eventually the same walls that contain you and put you in that bondage. And so I think about that selfish, right? You get so caught up in being self-serving and so caught up in, in focusing on you that you forget to see what else is going on around you. Everything is done out of you and you're not looking at how it is affecting other people. You don't care about how it affects other people. If you do, it's like, yo, you're doing it in a way that is like, yo, well, they need me. And it's almost like you have this, this, it's not a God complex, but it is a sense of feeling like you're a gift to humanity. And I think for me, I dealt with that. Like not even going to lie, just being completely open and transparent. Like I dealt with like, yo, I'm, I'm a blessing to people right now. And I think the biggest thing and the biggest part in that was God was like, bro, you like, don't get me wrong. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. Like, I made you in my image, but you have some things that you have to work on as well. And when you are speaking in my name, you have to make sure that 
you are you are living and matching up in all this. She's talking about pride. So, but, so what are you going to do to fix your pride? What are you going to do to be humble? And a lot of times, and that happens, like I, I'm a true believer that when God humbles you, he humbles you with the same thing that he's using to help you, right? And so it is very, very important to remember that that pride and being prideful and being selfish is coming, like that fall is coming, so it's better to humble yourself. And to that last part, right, like I said, pride is, pride, pride builds walls, man. You you, you kind of sit in your own little dungeon, essentially, because the real you is inside, but that fake facade of what people see on the outside, and you're trying to everything to protect that image, and you feel like being open, honest, and transparent is going to tarnish the image of the outside, and it might, but that but that's good, and my question and that I had to ask myself is, one, if God is, if the Holy Spirit is telling me to do this, why are you not doing it? And then two, is your freedom worth breaking down the walls? And when I tell you that that was a very tough, tough conversation with God and myself in that conversation, I was sitting in my car bawling my eyes out, really like, yo, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to tell whoever about what's going on in my life. I, I don't want to, because then that made that, that crashes down my entire persona that crashes down who I am. That crashes, that may bring down my relationship. That may, may bring down my entire life as I know it. And it's like, but are you, do you, is that really worth your peace? Is it really worth you not being able to sleep for the rest of your life? Is it worth you not being able to have that true connection? Are you are you are you really okay with there being that that connection block there between you and Jesus Christ? Are you are you really okay with you not being able to understand and really feel true intimacy based on what you have in your closet? And I'm thinking about this. I'm like, yo, like, is it is it worth it? And it sucks because it's a a tough decision. But when you get to that point. That it's like, okay, I got to break these walls down. You humble yourself to that point to know, hey, I got to, I can't conceal this no more. I have to tell it, and I think it's it's important, not even on the lines, because I think for me it was, I got to confess this, so I got to, you know, tell, tell different things. And I will say, like, when you tell it, tell it all the front time, the first time, not the second time. Like, Usher said, if I got to tell it, I got to tell it all. But even someone that is going through, you know, Things of their past that are that may have happened to you, right? But I know for you, you need that. You need freedom and you want peace. And sometimes it's it's like, yo, I need help. And it's is a humbling experience because you've carried this for so long, and it's like it almost comforts you to carry it. Like, yo, I'm I'm stronger than I think I am, and I'm I'm strong. But then it gets to that point where it's like, yo, I need help. Like, I I cannot do this by myself. I need help. And I remember like. A specific situation for me, like counseling, especially in the black community, can be seen as um, not necessary. And I almost seem like you're crazy. And I remember going um, when I had to ask for help for myself. I remember going to, you know, a church in Lafayette, Indiana, and I literally walked into the door and I bawled my eyes out. I, you know, I just need to talk to somebody. I bawled my eyes out. And it was the the weirdest thing. A church of a 100 or 1,000 people. It was like, I am literally standing here, the only black person in this church bawling my eyes out needing help and it was it was so humbling and it sucked because I felt so low so hopeless so helpless because it's like yo I'm really at my wits end but in that that humility and I will say this like 
Pride is bondage, but humility is the first step of freedom. When you really stop to think and stop to think about where freedom comes from, you get to that point where it's like, yo, I am not focusing on my power alone. I'm saying, look, Jesus Christ, Jesus, you got to help me with this because I cannot do it on my own. And for me, I had to get to that point where it's like, look, Jesus, Jesus, I need help. And I'm going to make that step to get that help. And then he has taken it the rest of the way. And it kind of goes back to those who confess, you know, confess their sins will find mercy. And I think about what everything that's going on today, when things kind of come out without that person telling it, it's treated different, right? Like it's treated, truly treated different because it's like, yo, you're still prideful. You're still trying to hide this. But when somebody comes out and tells themselves, they may sink their whole career, but they are treated and respected differently. And so in that in that pride portion, I realized that humility, humility is the beginning of freedom. And I, I have to make sure that this point, this very point is clear, right? Humility is the start to freedom, but Jesus Christ is victory and freedom. Like he is literally made He's won the battle over death, sin, hell, and the grave. He has won that battle already, and us as Christians just have to believe that we have that power. And I know how hard it is to really believe that you have the victory over it. Like it's hard to believe that. Something that I struggle with, it's hard to believe that I have the victory over it. Being able to look in somebody's eyes and say, yo, I have the victory in Jesus Christ. And, and when they're still dealing with the consequences of your actions, when when they're still looking at you as you, you're the old person. When they're still looking at you as the actions of, her, of your past are, they're still looking at you as an, an addict. They're still looking at you as who you used to be or, or who you're changing from. But you have to be strong enough in your relationship with Jesus Christ to say, look, God, I, you have brought me to this point and you won't leave me. And if I am still here, there is still a purpose that you have in my life for me to do so I'm here for a reason and I know that you will not just leave me here and I also know that I have the victory in you because it is in the power of Jesus Christ that that I get my strength from like and when I and I realized this and I think Mike Todd said it best he was like yo everything that you do on your own you got to sustain but everything that God ordains and God sets you up for he sustains it and it's so different because when it comes to that point of Pride concealing and humility being that freedom. When you try to conceal stuff that those walls, you're trying to hold up all those walls for yourself. Like if you think about four walls and you're trying to hold up every single one of those walls, when those walls come crashing down, what happens? You're trapped. You're you're trapped in what you think and who that person persona is. And now you after your wall come down, it's like, yo, I need help. And so I, I all of all of this to say, like to recap these points, man, it's so real because one pride conceals and humility confesses like confess your sins, bro. Clean your closet, clean your closet now, because I guarantee you that peace and that freedom that you feel when you clean your closet is it's second to none. It's like, bro, nobody can tell me about me because I've told you about me already. And now I'm not going to be able to accept that abuse or accept you telling me who I was. Yeah, that's great. But when I talk about who I was, you also will know the power of Jesus Christ because I know that there's nobody else who could have brought me from this place. 
And then the second thing is, yo, pride is selfish, but humility is selfless, right? Check your intentions when you're serving others, right? Don't be like me. I'm telling you, like, make sure that you're really serving other people with a heart of intent because I'm a true believer that our one of our ways to show God love is to show others love. It says, hey, you know, love the Lord with all your heart, your soul, your mind, and your strength. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second one is like it. What? Love your neighbors as yourself. And then the third point is pride is bondage and humility is the beginning of freedom, right? Pride will will keep the same walls that you use to, quote unquote, protect yourself are the same walls that will be your bondage. And so in, in order for you to get out of that bondage and to break those walls down, you have to be humble enough to say, yo, look, Jesus, I need help. And then lastly, realize that Jesus Christ is victory and freedom he has won the victory over death hell and the grave when we died on that cross for my sins and everybody else's sins as well sins that we committed sins that we are committing and sins that we will commit in the future he has died on the cross for all of those sins and so just remember that as a christian yo he has giving you that victory and power over that sin, right? Don't be a slave to sin any longer. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, we got to train our flesh. Trust me, I know. And it is not a cakewalk. And don't let anybody ever tell you that it is. Because this Christian life ain't ain't, ain't guns and roses. I'm going to tell you that. It's not roses. It's not flower beds and whatever. I mean, it has good times. But it is really working to be more like Christ. And being more like Christ ain't never really easy. Because you're really... It's an internal battle. You're working against your flesh. And it's really, yo, am I going to be a slave to Jesus Christ or am I going to be a slave to sin, a slave to pride, which is that selfishness? And so always, always, always remember, man, that, yo, a proud heart makes a soft behind. And in each of those situations, you see that concealing it doesn't go well, right? Confessing it does. Being selfish doesn't go well. Being selfless does. And then lastly, that pride being bondage and that those walls that you build doesn't go well, but that that humility and that freedom does. And so before we get out of here and close it out, man, we're going to do a new segment, which is called just I'm thankful. And so we every week, we're just going to give a different thankful. And y'all make sure you write in what you're thankful for for the week. And so for me, what I'm thankful for this week, what I am thankful for the victory in Jesus Christ and, and really showing me through this construction period that he still loves me. And even though I may not feel qualified, he has still qualified me because he has called me. And so always, always, always remember that to live the grown life, you must keep God first. Y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in. We so glad to be back, man. And so follow us on IG at s.k.boyer. And then follow us on Twitter at skboyer underscore. And then follow us at the on all different platforms for, for this podcast. You know what I'm saying? We got iTunes. We got Spotify. We have iHeartRadio. We got them all. We got Google Google Podcasts. And so just remember to tune in, man. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, any ideas, any topics, any segments that we should do, please send those to grownenterprises at gmail.com. That is G-R-O-W-N, enterprises at gmail.com. Yo, please share this with somebody you love. Give it to somebody you love. Hey, listen to this. Send it to them with a little heart or whatever. 
But we thank y'all so much for you guys' support and you guys turning in. And we are so excited for what God is doing here at this podcast and the Grown Cast and Grown Enterprises. And we are glad that this construction is not over. We've started to build, but this construction is going on. So y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. And remember, always, always, always remember that to live the grown life, you what? Must keep God first. Thank you. Thank you.